0: Greetings, Minecrafters, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 12, How to Create a Prosperity Mindset. Uh, and there was another word in there, flourish, which is a big, you know, Marty Seligman, uh, positive psychology kind of word, which, which means to um, sort of, you know, taking all this good while at the same time, at the same time, sort of reducing, uh, some of the negative factors in our lives as well. So the flourish word is also a really good one. And then also, uh, in those definitions, there was an overlap with the word thrive. And I love that, um, because we have survive, which we are all, you know, wired to do and thrive, which we can become wired to do. I have to admit, I know, um, you know, I just actually just counted the countries uh, where my listeners are coming from. Just yesterday, we're up to forty nine now, which is extremely cool. And I don't, I don't know uh, how many of you. Also, it's an age thing. So if you're young, you may not know about Star Trek, but it's a, it's a series that's a kind of a sci-fi series. Um, takes place in the future, of course. So Star Trek for Trekkies, you'll know about Vulcans, and so. Uh, Spock is a main character on there so when I think of prosperity I also think of the classic Vulcan you know the finger split live long and prosper and even if you're not aware of Star Trek live long and prosper is a really good mantra to be saying to ourselves and I guess you know I like to start off with uh what a good friend of mine from St. Mike said to me years ago we were kids we were on a retreat um Uh, out in the woods someplace and we were talking about abundance somehow it must have been a talk and somebody said something I don't remember where it came out of because you know I'm 55 he's probably 54 right now and this is way back when we were you know 19 years old or something and he said we're talking about abundance and he said you know he said there it's infinite you know it's just abundance and is infinite and it's kind of like you know people think that if I take my share you know, there won't be enough left for somebody else or something. And that has stayed with me for all of these years. And this guy is wonderful. I have to tell you, he's wonderful. And I thought, wow. And in my head, I don't know at the time if I was thinking, how'd they cram all that wisdom into a, you know, a college kid. But um, wow, he has a lot, had a lot of wisdom crammed into him. I'll tell you that because it, I think a lot of people really think that, you know, like life is like pizza or something. So if we if we had our one piece, and then we, you know, kind of slide up to the box and grab another one, that we have this guilt because by us taking a second piece or maybe a third piece, that therefore that leaves less for somebody else. And even though I don't think we consciously think that, I think there's a lot of truth to that. And you know, it obviously I mean, there's some there's some I don't know irony here or something as we think about think about like the stars and well the stars any any day or night, okay, any night, but I think of August, for some reason I'm thinking of August because at least here in the States, this usually the second week of August, the shooting stars is like, it's like a show it just goes crazy for um, about a week, just shooting stars all over the place. And that, that enough is enough to captivate, you know, captivate us into the, you know, the inf- infinity, the infinite wonder, the infinite wonder of the universe We think of the ocean and how vast, and you know, there's all kinds of you know animal species we haven't even identified yet, right? They're in the you know depths of the deep end of the ocean. It's infinite, you know. Of course, especially space, and to think for a second that us accepting goodness, like just openly receiving it, can can take from anybody else is ludicrous. Although we still do it, so it must be you know in our wiring somehow, um, or maybe. Culturally, or maybe it comes from religion. I know our family's Catholic, and um, just with th- actually with Thanksgiving recently, you know, we had some lovely appetizers out, and some stuffed mushrooms and shrimp. And the- and typically, we you know somebody you look over the plate, and there's one shrimp left, or one you know piggy in the blanket left, or one stuffed mushroom left, and then we'll joke and say, "Oh, that's Catholic guilt, leaving one left." We leave one left, and it's that is a condition thing. And then, you know, we make the joke about Catholic guilt, and then somebody will then eat it usually because once we give permission to eat that last shrimp, all of a sudden it's okay. And then you have three people reaching for the same shrimp. It happens every single year. You know, and obviously you don't have to be Catholic to have that guilt. I think it's something that many of us learn, and it is learned, because if you watch two-year-olds, right, and there's a certain amount of cookies on the plate, they'll have no trouble grabbing grabbing that last cookie, you know, until an adult comes along and says, no, 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 leave it there. Oh, and one more thing before we uh, continue here, I'm going to ask all of you for your patience. Um, I'm learning some new tricks with this podcast, and apparently uh, you, can leave, you can leave me messages that I can then add to the podcast. So I just, that would be just so cool. So especially with 49 countries listening, right? So I shared the link. Um, I'm hoping it worked. I have not done this before. Um, So please feel free to leave me a message, you know, and um, you can label it or something like that. And then I can go back through and listen to these and get to know you, which is just the coolest thing ever. And also, um, you know, use what you say potentially, in another episode, that would just be amazing. So please feel free to send me a message. Okay, then. So, and so, moving, f- you know, forward here, uh, wonderful listeners, this abundance thing. I think a lot of us don't really stop to think of the abundance of the universe. And again, one real, you know, sobering way to do that is to go outside at night and look at the stars. That is one quick way to kind of remind ourselves you know, very uh, visually of the vastness. And it reminds us so quickly that we're a grain of sand on a very, very big, infinite beach. Okay. So we've got that guilt thing that comes along with believing that life, vast, vast, endless, infinite life is like a pizza. And if we, you know, gratefully accept our peace, that that means that there's, you know, somehow that's taking away from, from somebody else. The next big one that kind of prevents us from receiving, you know, all these gifts and all this goodness in our lives is deep. It is it is deep. It's, it's, you know, when we don't, when we're not feeling worthy, we're not feeling enough, you know, that is obviously, you know, an, an overall, um, you know, uh, not feeling our own value. When we are not feeling our own value, it is very difficult. I mean, it's just a huge block because we, we can, obviously, we cannot, you know, accept all this goodness, all this greatness when we don't believe that we deserve it. You know, kind of speaking how the universe works, I'm um, about to, you know, uh, share some things with you from a book by Louise Hay. And honestly, this book has been on my, in my library, in my own, obviously I read voraciously, I just love reading. This book's been on my bookshelf for at least a couple of decades. And though I'm sure I opened it at one point, uh, it's been probably a couple of decades. And all of a sudden, I just kind of pulled it off the shelf. I was thinking about Mineca- uh, the Minecraft podcast, and I was like, kind of pulled to it. It's wild. And then um, I opened up to um, the Prosperity piece, and it's kind of wild how this kind of gels with what you know where my thoughts were and um yeah this kind of was kind of I don't know, serendipitous I guess is what to say so so Louise Hay she wrote this book You Can Heal Your Life and this particular part is is it's wild because I literally opened it up to this page which is just so crazy so it says she she sorry she says if we do not accept the idea that we deserve to prosper and even when abundance falls in our laps, we will refuse it somehow. Wow, is that the truth? I, I don't know if any of you have had that experience, I and mean, not just uh, maybe with yourself, but with maybe somebody in your life who has that who has that pattern. And um, I'm going to get to the third point after we kind of you know cover this one, though. I do want to kind of plant the seed there that at least I picture us. I, I do love baseball. I picture us as having like an open, you know, uh baseball glove, like a, you know, a mitt <clears throat> where the universe could toss a ball in for creating a good business, for a wonderful relationship, for writing a novel, for whatever. And it's like, if, if our glove is closed or we're sitting on it, or it's not even on our hand at all, um, we can't catch the ball. And this is kind of what I'm picturing with this. We can't catch the ball if the baseball glove isn't open. You know, and there are all sorts of ways. If you watch a baseball game, there are all sorts of of ways to miss a ball. Again, closed glove, not paying attention. You know, there's all kinds of, of ways. You know, and you know, certainly one of the big ones, or if not the biggest one, <clears throat> is not believing in our own value, because that's that's like not just a closed baseball glove or just, you know, not paying attention or not having it on our hand. It's kind of like not believing that we um, are worthy of being on the, on the ball field to begin with. So this value thing is huge. This is, you know, this, this belief is just extremely limiting. And Louise talks about this. She says that our own belief in lack and limitation is really the only thing Limiting us, you know what we're the intention is. What is going to be successful, right? What's going to be successful, you know? So, therefore, we don't want all this, all this intention, all this, you know, spiritual intention to go someplace negative. So, uh, she talks about um, we say, you know, whatever we concentrate on increases. Again, she's lots of people saying this. Whatever we concentrate on increases, so don't concentrate on your bills. Just for an example. If you concentrate on lack and debt, you will then create more lack and debt. And if you'll remember my dear, my dear, dear friend Oprah Winfrey, remember she just isn't aware. She's such a good friend. I love her. She has talked about this over and over again in different in different shows, even if that wasn't the topic, right? Because it is so true that where we focus our energy, that's that's kind of that's where things start to manifest. So we don't want to be focusing on what we don't have. It will create more lack. So right now I'm having this this thought, you know, maybe after we're through having our discussion, you know, to try to take you know, go for a walk or something or You know, just go find a quiet place and ask yourself if this is true for you, if this is true for you and this is your blocker, ask yourself what belief is limiting me or beliefs. What belief or beliefs are limiting my ability to accept all the greatness, all the goodness that life has to offer? What is in my way? And Louise even talks about She said that the very first time she yeah I heard the concepts or somebody you know rattled this off the abundance of the universe is avail- available to everyone the abundance of the universe is available to all of us she said she thought this was ridiculous and then louise hay goes on to say she said be sure you are not rejecting prosperity now if a friend invites you to lunch or dinner accept with joy and pleasure don't feel you are just trading with people if you get a gift Accept it graciously. If you can't use the gift, pass it on to someone else. You know, I like that because, like, the whole re-gifting thing also has a negative. Like, if God forbid you're caught throwing something in a new gift bag with a new car to somebody else, who cares? Because the idea is that gift is going to land where it needs to land to serve its purpose with somebody else. I think that's a good thing myself. Um, She also says keep the flow of things of things moving through you. Keep the flow. I like the word flow. Uh, the work of Mihaly Csikszentmihalyi too. Get flow. Keep the keep things moving through you. Just smile and say thank you. Just smile and say thank you. Love those words. In this way, you let the universe know you are ready to receive your good. And I'm also having a um, thought about a couple of previous episodes here too. And we talked about um, becoming comfortable with the uncomfortable because many of us, including myself had, um, and us, obviously no one is a perfect childhood, we're not saying that, uh, many of us though also had a lot of turbulence and a lot of emotional, you know, pain and challenges and things like that. So it may, we have to, we may have to work ourselves into a place of becoming comfortable with the uncomfortable, meaning that goodness, we may not have been used to, um, you know that feeling of goodness and that feeling of, of abundance and you know gifts coming from the universe and all of that. And so it may take us a little bit. And the obviously the beginning of that is to become aware. So if you're listening to this podcast at all, there's been a switch flipped on in you that it was really kind of maybe looking for a change, and becoming comfortable with this good feeling takes practice, like anything else. You know, I, I say that in the many episodes. What we practice or rehearse, we inevitably get good at. We can get good at accepting compliments. We can get good at feeling good about ourselves. It, it may take some work. It will take some work, probably. And we can become good at this. And we also know, with the law of attraction, goodness attracts more goodness. I mean, that's a fact. You can, we can just cite people. I could spend all day saying people who said that. Goodness attracts more goodness. Positivity attracts more positivity. And, you know, saying thank you is a really good way to attract more good, more good things into our lives. And actually, I was just listening to Denzel Washington yesterday. He's he's a wonderfully motivational speaker in addition to being a really good actor. And he's big on saying thank you, big on gratitude. Gratitude brings more goodness into our lives. So by practicing Gratitude. I like to use the word cultivate. By cultivating gratitude and saying I am grateful for, or just say thank you, brings more. It opens. It opens up that baseball glove. Is what I'm saying. It opens up that baseball glove. It's on the hand. We're in, we're in a ready position to catch and keep the goodness that the universe has to offer. Like saying, pick me, pick me, right here. Throw it over here. I got it. Okay. So so far we have the big blockers, the big three blockers of, um, you know, being able to receive the abundance that the universe has to offer is the first thinking that life's like a pizza or a, you know, apple pie or something and taking more than our slice is going to take away from somebody else. So there's that guilt. The second one is not valuing ourselves, right? Because it's difficult to, you know, expect to be valued externally when it's missing on the inside. So that's one I think most people know. And then The third one may not seem as deep, but it blocks, it. it's such a blocker just as much as the valuing thing. And that is time because often, especially in the good old U.S. of A., and I love my country, we are a fast paced society and we run around like gerbils on crack. And, you know, the universe, let's say that, um, you know, the universe has a, you know, a novel ready to be written or, you know, a a children's book or a movie script, um, An incredible, incredibly lucrative, creative, entrepreneurial business to start. Any of this, and it's kind of like it's all out there. All that creativity is floating around, and a catcher's mitt can can, member can be on the ground. It can, um, it can be closed. We cannot be paying attention. We can also be zipping around again, not not paying attention actually to what's uh, trying to land in our glove. And it's like kind of like. if we are, are, are so busy running around like gerbils on crack, that novel that's waiting to be written, that business is waiting to be started, or that relationship that's, you know, meant to just as wonderfully meant to be a relationship. It's like, it's like spirit or however you want to fill that in with your own faith, God, spirit, universe, creator of all things, whatever, is going to pick somebody else. So really, uh, this comes down to, instead of adding, it's really a less is more situation. We've got to, you know, actively hack away at the inessentials, hack away at these things daily that we do not need to be doing, you know, and and really, you know, get a grip on our life minutes and spend them like they're cash because we only have so much emotional energy in a day, right? So if we are wasting it kind of like taking a match and, you know, lighting a hundred dollar bill or, you know, euros or, whatever your currency is, and just lighting a flame to it, that's not different than us consciously just blowing our life minutes on things that aren't important. It takes that time, that precious, valuable time away. And it also takes our ability to be receptive to writing this new novel, to entering into this fabulous new relationship to, you know, to acquire this wonderful job or to meet this wonderful stranger who becomes a friend who becomes a link to that job or whatever, it, 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 it completely puts a kibosh on that when we're flying around like gerbils on crack. We're going to miss these opportunities. We're going to be blind to them. You know, and then lastly, it's very, very important to stay focused on ourselves. And I mean a good way. Taking care of you is a good thing. And that's another thing, at least we, we over here in the, in the wonderful US of A, we often have guilt over, over self-care and focusing on ourselves in a good way, all right? And this also means just not to involve ourselves in other people's business. And when, when we are actively trying to open ourselves up to and be receptive to prosperity and abundance, it's kind of like... Cleaning out a closet in a way, only picking the metaphor for ourselves. We need to create a vacuum and then creativity will come rushing in. And another blocker to that is sort of noticing that someone else's prosperity, right? And getting jealous, envious, resentful. That is not what we want to do. It can be tempting, but again, that's going to draw our energy and our attention and intention away from where we want it to be. We don't want that energy know trying to take down somebody else because where our energy goes that's what happens we instead forget about them we stay out of their business right their business has nothing to do with you remember the pizza thing them taking three extra pieces does not affect how many slices of pizza you get because it's infinite it's infinite so we don't care we say go ahead good for you you're prosperous that's fantastic way to go has nothing to do with you Shift that, that attention and intention back to your own life. Let them be prosperous. Let go of any resentment, any jealousy, any of it. We don't care. There's enough pizza for everybody. So, next, um, I'm big on visual, visualization. I like how Louise says it. She does make a, make a connection to money, too. There can be all health, health and relationships, everything. And she talks about your prosperity consciousness. I like that. Your prosperity consciousness is not dependent on money. Your flow of money is dependent upon your prosperity consciousness. What we create in our minds, there is the power. The mind is the power. And she says, as you can conceive of more, more will come into your life. Again, we know this, so many people, as you conceive of more, more will come into your life. I love the visualization, she says, of standing at the seashore, looking out at the vast ocean and knowing that this ocean is the abundance that is available to me. Look down at your hands and see what sort of container you are holding. Is it a teaspoon, a thimble with a hole in it, a paper cup, a glass, a tumbler, a pitcher, a bucket, a washtub? Or perhaps you have a pipeline connected to this ocean of abundance. I love that Um, pipeline connected to this ocean of abundance, just infinite. Look around you and notice that no matter how many people there are and no matter what kind of container they have, there is plenty for everyone. You cannot rob another and they cannot rob you. And in no way can you drain the ocean dry. I love this. Your container is your consciousness, and it can always be exchanged for a larger container. Do this exercise often to get the feelings of expansion and unlimited supply. I like that a lot. And then Louise talks about this one little thing she does, which is interesting, because I've mentioned to you, I haven't picked this book up in, in forever, and it's amazing how this just pulled at me um, because I do this too often off, very often when I go out onto our back deck, we've got this wonderful woods there and I'll just swing my, my arms w- just wide open. Like I'm you know, going to hug the world or something. And for me, it is God. I say, good morning, God. And for you, it can be the universe or higher power, you know, whatever creator of all things. And it's just that by physically you know, swinging my arms open wide. The body and mind are so connected, right? By swinging my arms open wide, I actually feel like I'm kind of hugging the world. I know it sounds kind of kind of cheesy, but I really do. I feel this openness, this receptivity. I feel like that, that baseball glove that's wide open, ready to catch whatever good things um, are meant to happen in that day. And This is something I would strongly suggest you do. Louise Hay Hay says she does this at least once a day with her arms stretched out to the side. And this is her little mantra here. She says, I am open and receptive to all the good and abundance in the universe. I am open and receptive to all the good and abundance in the universe. I would strongly suggest making this your mantra, especially if, if, if you're just starting out on this path and beginning to feel... Comfortable with with goodness say it again say it loudly. I am open and receptive to all the good and abundance in the universe. Yes And on that note, I'd like to remind you that uh, You can now leave me messages. I hope I did this correctly if not I'll figure it out, but please try to leave me a message if you'd like to and I will say thank you minecrafters across the world for listening today for listening and thank you for all my to all my minecrafters listening across the world. this is Kimberly Quinn signing off from Northern Vermont. Have a mindful day.